Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Bobcast MOB with Rick and Bob, the heartbeat of the Mid-Ohio Valley. I'm your host, Bob Mercer. With me, as always, on the other end of the string at Murphytown Circle is my best friend in the whole wide world and co-host, Mr. Rick Sawyer. Evening, sir. Good evening, Bob. Good evening, evening, world. Evening, Mike. (laughs) As always, we at the Bobcast, we look for the positive things in the community, in the area, and we bring on people who we believe have made a positive impact one way or another in the community. And those of you who have been following us know that we have police chiefs and uh, representatives from Charleston and just everybody that we could think of. Tonight, we have just that a person on here that does just that. I've known this young man since he was at a student at Parkburg South High School when I first became a city councilman. This gentleman approached me about ideas that he had. And so we, you know, we became friends and he will get with him. His name is Michael Hess. And any of you that's ever dealt with anything in this community know who Michael is because Michael has been, wow, he's everywhere. And it, 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 this young man has impressed me so much with just his drive and his in, intuition and the things that he forced that he would like to see happen in the mid Ohio Valley. And, and he's, he, you know, he's just going to be good at this. But first, we're going to start out with mark your calendar. You know, we ask everybody to send us in things that are going on throughout the community for the next week so we can have it on the Bobcast tonight. But before we start, I need to say one thing. Uh, Amanda and I, my wife, we just got back from a vacation, mini vacation type thing in Gretna, Virginia. Gretna is kind of north east maybe of Richmond or Roanoke, I'm sorry, Roanoke. And we were down there. We have visited family. I want to say hi to Uncle Chuck and Aunt May Lou. There's two awesome people that we love very much. Um, went down and got to see my nephew Liam play football. He's about two foot three. And he plays peewee football. And I think his uniform was bigger than he was. So when he ran, you could see this helmet, this uniform running. And you're thinking, all right, where's the kid inside? Just a great kid. And, and we had the best time. We had a cook out at brother's house. And the family come over and we just had a great time. And um, the, the weirdest thing happened, Rick, I was shooting my gun for the first time. If this offends anybody, I apologize. And anyway, I had my finger up the wrong way and the slide came back and slit my thumb. So my wife wasn't happy with me because I come up and I was bleeding. She goes, oh my God. What Where'd he go? Where'd you go, Bob? You're gone, Bobbert. Check your microphone. (laughs) Well, technical difficulties. Please stand by. All right. Anyway, can you hear me? (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Anyway, I I told Amanda, I said, she goes, what happened? I said, I think I shot my thumb off. And... She's like Queen Elizabeth. We are not amused. So, nope. What are you doing, Bob? I'm going to keep my. <laughs> okay. I guess. Uh... <clears throat> All right. I quit. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going to. I'm going to my room because evidently Facebook doesn't like me talking about guns. So I'm going to quit talking about that. (laughs) But anyway, thank you to my Virginia family for just the most awesome weekend. And we appreciate it. So anyway, September 17th this year is going to be the walk to end Alzheimer's at Williamstown, Tomlinson Park. Okay. Advanced registration is required. You can go on our webpage and check for the contact information. And just remember, any events that we put on the Bobcast will be on our calendar page on our website. And um, also our new community resources page, we list a lot of resources available for MOV residents. Bring this back up here. Back to volunteer. As always, the Arc of the Mid-Ohio Valley, SW Resources and Circles Campaign of the Mid-Ohio Valley. 
are always looking for qualified volunteers. We've had people on, representative on from these organizations. <laughs> Mr. Cotton, Mr. Cotton. And um, so, you know, for more information, go to our volunteer page at thebobcast.net. Go to our volunteer page. Something that I want to talk about. And this is this is cool because this is something, and most of all of you know that follow us that I'm a city councilman. And about a couple, three years ago, we voted to start what's called a community tool shed. Now, this program, what this is, is you can go if you need like tools of any sort. You you have to. <laughs> that's enough, Amanda. And um, Amanda's giving me heck. So anyway, uh, you can go, you have to be a member. You can go and rent out, rent tools that you don't have. And we'll get more information on that. You can uh, call 304-485-5525 or send an email to Community Toolshed. What is that, Rick? C-R-I-C-A-P? Uh, let me get over here and see that. I think it's CryCap or something like that. I can't quite. Yeah, CryCap, C-R-I-C-A-P. All right, crycap.org. Again, community toolshed at cricap.org. There's no income limits required. Um, this is something that we thought might help the community, you know, in those neighbors, neighborhoods who want to, you know, beautify their neighborhood and help, you know, go go check it out and become a part of that. Um, become a part of that. It's going to be a good program, and I look for great things to happen from it. So if you can do that, excuse me just a second, my first try. So with all that being said, Rick, is there anything you need to talk about? Anything that's going on in your world that we need to know about? Well, I know we have a we have a ham radio test coming up, right? Um don't know Can't, about that. All right. Well it, we had that on here. What is that? WCEC dot uh wc8ec.org yeah .org okay yeah. If, if you're interested in cam radio there's a test coming up for the technician level um license so if you have anything going on that you want to talk about or if you want to want want the bobcast to um to put on this show just send it to us at the bobcast.net if you want to talk to us online go to chat um, so we're going to be bringing everything we can. Rick and I had the opportunity. What day was it? We went to people's first cafe Wednesday. Rick. I'm sorry. What was when, when did you and I go to people's first cafe? Uh, I believe it was Wednesday. Okay. Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Anyway. We went to People's First Cafe at in the Ark Building, the Mid-Ohio Valley, down there at 20th and Dudley. Just great food. Rick and I sat there, and it was good food, great price, good people. They always check on you. You okay? You food okay? And we just sat there and chatted and had a great time. So if you get an opportunity, by all means, go down and check out People's First Cafe. Help a great organization. You know, we had Doug Hess on here a few weeks ago. Just a great guy that... He's like Michael. He's been a part of the, been a part of what's going on in this community for years and years. Just go, go help, you know, go help out the community and go, you know, tell Rick or tell uh, Doug you heard it on the Bobcast. And uh, so, anyway, without further ado, I want to introduce you to just a young man, like I told you earlier, who's been involved in the community since high school. Um, he was the very first, what was your Mike, chairman of the mayor's? Mayor's Youth Advisory Committee. Mm -hmm. The mayor's Youth Advisory Committee. Mike was the first chairman. And that's when I, you know, Mike Mike had a lot of great ideas. And Mike's, Mike's, Mike's goal at the time, and I believe still is, because Mike's still a young man, is to get youth involved in what's going on in the community. You know, we talked off air we're here now and their future in the mid ohio valley is yet to be but they need to be a part of that future and they need to make their voice heard 
they need to be a part of what's going on in this community and stuff like that. So what we're going to do, okay, I did not know that. Mike's a member, yes, I do too. I remember this. Mike's a member of the Wood County Historical Landmark Commission, something that we, we talk about quite a lot. We, we've talked about Sumner School. We've talked about right. um, just different places. So I'm going to introduce Michael. This is Mr. Mike Hess, just a fine young man. And I'm not just saying that because like I told him, I said, I'm going to tell you that on air. I don't want you to think I'm doing it just because we're on we're on the air. I, I th This young man has impressed me from I've met him like five years ago, I think it was. And uh, he's just a great young man. And so, Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself, sir. Tell us what you're doing and we will go from there. It's all yours, sir. Awesome. Thank you, Bob, for the kind words and, and uh, for the invitation. It's good to see you and Rick uh, again. Uh, right now, I'm just uh, current. Uh, like you said, I did recently get appointed to the Historical Landmarks Commission. So, so another member and a few other members have been in discussion about getting some projects going and everything. Always <coughs> a serious issue trying to keep historical landmarks in good condition and, and ultimately prevent them from becoming another parking lot. Exactly. So uh, that's where my main focus is. Uh, I'm really excited to be on to talk about that and, and, and youth and politics and participation. I'm really excited for the unity and thank you. Well, we're, we're, we're very glad that you, hold on, my cat decided it was loved. Um, <laughs> then anyway. We appreciate very much Mike to being on. Rick and I. Well, Bob's having all kinds of difficulties tonight. There you go, Bob. That's the first time that's ever happened. So I went to, you, you know, Bobby and Nick, obviously. He's with the Mike. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, I've, I've heard of him. I haven't met him yet. Just a great guy. He invited me over to the, um, the Tavner. Um, oh my God! Phelps Tavener House. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my God! I'm so sorry, Bobby. <laughs> you know, and this is sad to say, Mike, but I did not even know it was there. And I had to ask him where it was at. <laughs> and I went over there, and I was so impressed. And the future plans that they would like to do, bringing back the bringing back Fort Neal, there amazing and I, I told him i said if i can help you out in any way i will absolutely because i just think that's one of the most amazing things that any that would be the centerpiece of wood county west virginia i believe because a is. lot of people don't know that that's where wood county started at i guess you know but anyway we'll yeah. we'll let you talk about that we'll let you talk about um what you need to talk about and if we have any questions we'll absolutely chime in because that's what we do we're just reading right. like that go right. ahead yeah. well i don't really, not really um you know other than you know youth and politics right now it's always uh and it's been an issue for a long time it's obvious and the decline in our population to go away and find other opportunities or go to college or um or just start their lives as um, and uh, it's a very saddening fact, but it has been to see Parkersburg, I th think, kind of move in the right direction these past uh, five years. I was chairman of the Mayor's Youth Council. We actually brought back up a uh, survey that for a couple years and was made in a report, and uh, the survey basically went all the activities that students at Parkersburg South, Parkersburg High, Parkersburg Catholic, the Parkersburg Christian, I'm not sure if they were included in the survey or not, but basically what they wanted to out of their city. And, you know, some of the top recommendations have already been done, the splat recommendations that youth wanted. Another was a, a skating rink. While we don't really have the full operational one, having the portable uh, ice 
footprint that we have now is opportunity to just have youth have another thing to do uh, in Parkersburg. On going on 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 uh, Southwoods and and uh, on all the other things, it's very nice to see more proactive stuff in keeping youth here and keeping them active in the community. So I think it's good for the city of Parkersburg to probably try and partner with other municipalities to continue to try and keep collecting that data and, and figure out where to, we can continue to better serve the younger population in our city. You know, you were talking a minute ago about um, trying to keep buildings, the historical buildings from becoming another parking lot. Yeah. You know, it's an odd situation, Mike, that a lot of people believe that Parkersburg City Council has the authority to tear down these buildings, and that's what we do, and but yeah. we don't. <laughs> these buildings do not, a lot of these buildings do not belong to the city of Parkersburg. They belong to private entities, yeah. and what they do with them, we, have, we don't have a say in it. Although I do not like some of these places that were tore down, I do know some of them were kind of, if you looked at them from the front, you're thinking, why would they tear that building down? But if you go into yeah. the back of it or something, then you stop and say, well, now I know why because of this. Right. But, you know, people need to understand that we as city council, we don't look for places to tear down. They come to us. And, but anyway, that's that's a different that's a different ball game. But so, people, you know, the youth now, and my granddaughters are getting to the, you know, well, I have a senior. Riley's a senior. Aubrey's a junior in school. You know, this is this is their town. This is your town, Mike. This is kids. Right. This is adult, young adults your age, and sixteen up. This is this is you guys' town. This is your hometown. And people need to get involved. And that's what Rick and I have been we talk about it every single week on the Bobcast. Get involved. Become right. a part. Don't don't go on Facebook and yell about it. Yeah. Type <laughs> away. You know, and I've said this and I'll say it again. You know, I became a city councilman because my mom told me a long time ago, you can do two things. You could sit and whine about it, or you can do something about it. I became a city councilman because I wouldn't go sit, you know, so, you know, I, I, I think that we need, and, and there, we have a, like I said, we have this big thing coming up that I'm not going to say because until it happens, but I want as much youth involved in this as I can. And I'm going to get, once we get this set up, what's going to happen. And right. it's not through the Bobcast. The Bobcast will be there, but it's through my role as a city councilman. I want the as many, and I'm going to put it to the schools. I want as many youth there involved. We want to hear what the youth of this town have to say. We sit around, and I don't mean to offend anybody if I say this, but we sit around and talk about, well, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And the youth is like, what about us? So that's why, that's one of the reasons we brought you here because like I said, you have been, I, I, every time I think about youth in, in the community, I think of Mike Hess because I, I know you were an Eagle Scout, right? Or are, yeah. or was? Yeah. Yeah. Very, very tough thing to achieve. And Mike done it. And, and, but so if, if, you know, you talked about the survey, and one of the things was the splash pad, and that came to be, and now we're working on Southwood, but, I, you know, I have to find out some stuff because I'm getting conflicting reports because the original thing from Southwood where it was going to be expanded, and we were going to have an eight-lane swimming so South could go practice or schools could practice, and then I hear people saying they're going to shorten it, they're going to do that. Well, that's the first I'd heard that. And I'm going to find out about it, but that's beside the point. I'm sorry, Mike. So, no, 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 you're good. What, um, what can you do now? What can 
high school kids, seniors, juniors, even freshmen who are coming in, what can they do to become involved? Because I know, I, you know, I meant to ask you, I don't even think we have the Mayor's Youth Advisory anymore, do we? No, no. It's really hard to try and have communication at the time with who we were working with at the Board of Education involved. Because uh, that was the other part of the Youth Council was getting representatives from all the if those high schools and the Board of Education aren't really working on try, trying to get those people, we just, you know, aged out. And uh, it's sad, but uh, that that's basically probably with a new superintendent and a relatively new, new Board of Education. Something like that, that could probably, uh, it just needs to be taken up. But no, it, it it is a good thing to have, especially like what, what I said continuing to survey what, what the youth are wanting, what they're wanting to see come out of their, their sermon. And I think it's important to keep that going, just like you mentioned a little bit before we came on air. And, you know, basically, that five-year plan is, is, is useless without having the younger generation here for decades upon decades um, if they're not in that planning. Exactly so right. Would that be something, Mike, that you would be interested in helping me to revive? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Because, I mean, it, it is needed here, and you have to have youth input. It's important for not only for, for the youth so they feel heard, and it's also a good experience for them to see how it works and and actually get to view the gears and things working and, and how and to actually being put to work in project. You know, I'm surprised that the civics classes at the high schools don't bring their yeah. kids <laughs> to watch the process. I mean, I know some of them, some of the city council meetings last 15 minutes, but some of them get pretty, pretty long, you know, long-winded especially depending on what's going on with the uh, right. on the agenda that day but we have a lot of important things that you know we need to do in the city you know like i told you off air some of these plants and stuff that are not being used and they're grown up and you know we need to either make them functional you know or do something with them we you know there's we need to bring you know the mural program down at the down at the flood wall. Just an amazing program. It is. Now, some people are upset because they took away Let's Be Friends, you know, because that was a, that was always a big thing that people saw. Let's Be Friends, Parkersburg, West Virginia. So it might be right. something maybe later down the road, you know, I don't know. But, you know, I recommended some things to people, you know, at the administration and they're looking into it about when you come across the Buffery Bridge, a wow factor thing and hopefully that'll that'll work out well um i'm not going to go into what it is because i really don't want to jinx myself because every time i talk about it nothing's Thanks, ever James. done bob, bob look <laughs> yeah bob looks like what's he talking about <laughs> so but anyway so we, we need to definitely get the kids involved and i'm going to try very hard to bring back the mayor's youth advisory council and you know i want to we talked about a upcoming event that I'm. Well, my goodness. All right. That's three times, four times. <laughs> One more time. And I'm going to call somebody. I'm going to call Rick. Um, but anyway, so we need to really, you know, we really need to work on that. We need to get youth involved, even if we have to. And, and, and I think what, you know, what might, something i thought about the other day when we were i was thinking about some of the things i wanted to talk to you about is even if we can do the advisory council start have the school start like a a government club or something like that where we where the kids can be involved in what's going on i, I just <laughs> well all right hold on you got gremlins over there bob <laughs> I think think the cat must have pulled the cable fast while we 
we have some maintenance. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Robert. You guys don't want to hear my two-hour monologue now, do you? I didn't think so. Now it says my USB. All right. Let's try that. Okay. And we're back. And uh, this past 15 seconds has been brought to you by the silent majority. (laughs) You know, 50,000 comedians out of work and you're trying to be funny. (laughs) Go to your your room, mister. All right, there you Mike. I thought, now Mike disappeared. He's gone. There we go. <laughs> All right, people, quit laughing out there. This is not funny. This is embarrassing. <laughs> Don't make me come over there. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, Mike. We're off. We no, you're place. good. <laughs> we just get totally out there. It's like, dear Lord, please stop these little gremlins. We had one show one time off the off the thing, Mike. We had one show one time where nothing went right, did it, Rick? Nothing. Yeah, we call it <laughs> the Gremlin Infested Bobcast. Yeah, that's what it's that's called, it. the Gremlin Infested Bobcast, because we were sitting here and all of a sudden nothing. We're like, okay, where did everybody go? But anyway, so <laughs> so what, Mike? What are your plans? I know you ran for county clerk, correct? Yeah, I did run for county clerk. I came in uh, fifth. Of- disappointing but that's okay uh, there's always opportunities out there and uh, like I said I was opportunity to serve on the historical landmarks commission I replaced uh, Jim Maracles seat so right now my my main goal uh, the historical landmarks commission is kind of big COVID and after COVID uh, you know all the activities kind of stopped and everything kind of went way um under my current, I'm having a current, uh, uh, I think two or three, so we're trying to get a, get some more people on, on there, get back up to full capacity and, and, and trying to preserve historical landmarks and, and, and help the, and continue to, to keep them in good condition. And like I said, ultimately save them from becoming an other part what my main focus has been on right now but um like i said talking with you tonight i, I would really get the uh, youth advisory council going again and, and trying to focus on youth especially on the historical landmarks commission it also gives a good opportunity to, to pair up and also the rich history that this area has and the rich history that the the buildings down Bruceburg to Vienna, to, to all across the county. Exactly. And, and, and tell and share. I mean, this county is full of, of valuable history. You know, Rick, Rick and I talk every week about Sumner School. Sumner yeah. School is a very important piece of history. We were the first black school. It, yes. The black school, what, east of the Mississippi or south of the Mason-Dixon? South, south of the Mason-Dixon. I knew, I knew it was one of them. Okay? Yeah. South the, of the Mason-Dixon. First, first free black school south of the Mason-Dixon. And that's an amazing piece of history right here in our area. Yep. And, you know, city council just um, approved funding to help them, um, you know, come up with a, with a plan to save the school. And I don't know if you're allowed to talk about certain things, Mike, but what's going on. And I've noticed there's been activity around the, the old uh, Carnegie library. Is there some, are, are they, uh, people were cleaning it up. It appeared. They, I know they had. Uh, there were some people right. down there working the other day. I just wasn't sure what was going on there. Seen uh, that activity as well, Bob, and I've been curious as well. But I haven't really heard anything. Still pretty much tied up in in court, which, which is is very unfortunate because I've never had into that building, but I've had the opportunity to see pictures throughout the years and mm-hmm. to see the I mean even today you can see the sunshine through it on the back side of the building yeah. um, and to have floors and, and, and just all the beautiful beautiful that's inside the building found and I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone maybe tried to break in um, into 
because if you look, I, I think someone tried to bust out a little bit and, and, uh, and it kind of highlights the need that uh, that building really needs to to a conclusion after I think it's been what 11 or 12 years that it's been tied up in court now and yeah. um, buildings it's a what 112 year old building uh you know the longer it just sits there and there and everything the more the the condition will just wither away can you imagine so it's very sad and unfortunate can you imagine I think, uh, I think it'd make a fabulous uh museum when exactly. i was a kid when i was a kid i basically lived there i mean i spent i probably spent 10 hours a week there when i was a kid i love that place but you know couldn't you imagine the books in that building? Oh my! Oh the, yeah! How old, how old they are, and probably some of the richest history right there in that building. And you know, I, I just hope. Wow! I, I just, I, I would love to see, I would love to see that turned in, like Rick said, a museum of sorts. People go in there, and uh, you know, I'm sure there are records that we have never seen before. I don't oh, yeah. know for a fact because I don't think I've ever been there. I, I know I've, you know, I, I don't think I've ever been inside of it. In fact, I know I haven't. Right. And, but you know, I I just um I just think that the people, you know, they tear down buildings, and like the one down at the old Dime Bank building or the, the Union Trust building. Man, people just went yeah. nuts. So people went nuts over that one nothing we could do about it and you know that's that's their business and that's their their right to do what they want to do with it i would love to have been inside that building i would love to have went in there all right we lost our guest he'll be back rick how you doing i'm doing very good yeah i think i I've think somebody, somebody, somebody fred the gremlins after midnight again you know what it was i think we got to talking about it and we're like you know what we're supposed to be somewhere we're supposed to be on the bobcast yeah <laughs> let's terror let's terrorize bob's camera and microphone yeah but let me get let me go back to the carnegie library a minute that uh that place there there's this this huge wrought iron spiral staircase right in the middle of the building i've seen pictures that's it yeah and you go up and the floors upstairs where the where the, the upstairs used to be lined with books and books the floors are made out of glass what yeah, the floors are made. They're frosted glass. When I was a kid, I used to think, well, maybe if I go downstairs, no, that didn't work. But uh, <laughs> I was a nasty kid. But the floors are made out of frosted glass, and it must be four inches thick. You believe it? It, honey, it lets the light through. It lets the light through, and uh, the place just—it smells like old books. And I just, when, like I said, when I was a kid. Between that and the old YMCA that, was, that used to be downtown, I, I go back and forth between those two buildings all weekend long. Just love that building. And the books, oh, my gosh. I'd go in there and just, just pull books off the shelf and read for hours and hours at a time. I don't know what happened to Mike. That's weird. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, everybody. Evidently, we lost. we had Mike on for a good half hour, but yeah, not well, sure. Not sure hopefully, exactly. he'll be back pretty soon. So, you know, Mike's just a great guy, and and I've said it before a little bit ago, and I'll say it again, you know what I mean? There he is. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Got you back, Mike. We, we were a little worried there about you, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> we, thought, we thought you were abducted by aliens or something, or gremlins or something to that effect. That's what happens all the time. So, But anyway, you know, Rick and I were talking about the, the, the glass the glass floors at the Carnegie and the spiral oh, yeah. spiral staircase, which I've only seen pictures of. I've never actually seen it in person, but I've seen because there's a really good site on Facebook and it escapes me who keeps it up. Maybe Roger Mackey. I, I'm not sure. And um, Gary trial maybe, but it's the historical p- pictures of Parkersburg. And it's yeah. just, a, it's amazing because we talked about this with, uh, one of our guests before Parkersburg and I'm not going to date myself here, but Parkersburg when I was a kid was magical at Christmas time and yeah. all year long. I mean, 
you'd go down, you'd start at one end of Market Street, and you go all the way down, and you shop, and you had restaurants, and people were there, the buses were there, and I would love to see, I know that it probably never happened, and, you know, never say never, but, you know, I would love to see that happen, and Mike ran away again. He doesn't like you, Bob. I'm going to let you talk, you know? <laughs> Don't take it personally. Nobody else likes you either, so. <laughs> and, like uh, <laughs> you're being mean to me right on air. Yeah. Yeah, Mike's anyway, having all kinds of problems. With his phone. Mike's having some technical issues over over to Hess Manor. But, you know, like, like we were talking right before we went on air, um, 20, years from, 20 years from now, 20 years from now, uh, the old guard is going to be gone. And, and if, if, the, if the people who are in their 20s and 30s don't stay, step up now and start building the park, the mid-high valley that they're going to want in 20 years, they're not going to have it. Because if it, yeah. if it keeps going the way it's going, you know, it, it's going to be gone before they get up to where they can take it over. That's why the, the um, event that we talked about off air, Mike, with you and Rick, Right. That's why I want as many youth involved as possible. It's the future of the Mid-Ohio Valley. It's not the future of Parkersburg, Vienna, Williamstown County. It's the future of the Mid-Ohio Valley. This, this is our town. This is where we live. This is what yeah. we have to focus on. What happens in Washington indirectly affects us, but what we do here directly affects everybody who lives in the city of Parkersburg, of Vienna, Williamstown, the county. So the event that I'm planning that I'll talk more about after I meet with the proper people, I want as many people there and many people as involved as we possibly get there, youth especially. And, you know, I'm, I'm just... I, I'm not. I'm sure we're not done hearing from you, Mr. Michael Hess. <laughs> I'm sure that that we're going to see you in the future. I thought we were going to see you a couple years ago. You started <laughs> now, but I don't know what happened there. But I'm not. That's neither here nor there. All right. But I'm sure we have not seen the seen or heard the last of you, and that's a good thing for you, for the city of Parkersburg, because I know. I know for a fact, and I'm not speculating on this, folks. I know for a fact that this young man cares very much, very much about what happens in the Mid-Ohio Valley. That's why we asked Mike on, because I've, I've known this about him. And, you know, a lot of most everybody in government knows Mike Hess. Most everybody knows him. And his dad, you know, uh, <laughs> Your dad, how's your dad doing? Pretty good. He's doing good. He's doing good. He's recovering from having a nasal polyp removed, which has been a little bit of a vicious recovery. They had to cauterize some stuff up there and do some rearranging, but uh, but no. So he's doing a lot better this week. Well, do me a favor and make sure you give him our very best. You know, from the from us, and you know, we hope everything turns out okay. So, do, do you have any future? If you want to talk about it at all, do you have any future political political plans, Mike? Uh, right now, just serving on the Historical Landmarks Commission and just trying to complete the projects that we have in front of us. We have a lot, like I said, since we've been inactive due to COVID and and all all those other things, we're a little bit behind. But I think uh, with some of the prospects we've got going on on the Historical Landmarks Commission and and uh, a few projects we've got going on. I think we're going to keep ourselves busy, and and uh, that's that's what my main intentions on right now. Just yeah, out of curiosity, Michael, are, are are you? Uh, is the commission the one that certifies properties as historical landmarks, or do they have yeah. to certify? Okay, so you certify mm -hmm. a historical landmark, and then that, does the state then also follow up with that certification? How does that How does that work? Uh, there's there's different levels of classifications. There are like what you said, uh, the ones that go onto the state and uh, onto the federal level. Uh, but you know there there are different ones. You can have ones that are just county historical landmarks. You can have some that are state and historical, uh, state and county historical landmarks, or you can have some that are nationally uh, 
registered historic landmarks. And each process is a little bit differently. You know, if you just want a county historical landmark, it's uh, it's a little bit easier. But of course, everything does get reported to the state in terms of why we are uh, deeming it a historical landmark and making sure that gets recorded properly. Mike, we have somebody who's wanting to know if you can have if, when the meeting date and times is for this historical committee. Do they have certain uh, particular times? So right now, due to a lack of a quorum, we don't meet. Uh, but here within the next probably one to two months, as we get a couple new members on, we'll uh, be publishing those meetings. The easiest way is probably to always check the county um, county commission website. And also, if you want to, always just call down at the county administrator's office. All meetings are always posted previously. Um at the courthouse and, and otherwise. So everyone always has a proper heads up of when those are. So right now there are none planned, but we do we do hope to plan some here in the future. Will you keep us updated so we can announce it on the Bobcast? And- absolutely, absolutely. No, I've, I'll also make you aware of a few others. It's a nice little tool I didn't realize we could use. So is, 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 there, is there a website that they, people can go to if they're interested in becoming members or who do they get a hold of? Uh, if they want to, they can message myself. Uh, the other easiest way is to call the county administrator's office, Marty uh, and then they'll be able to get you on to the agenda and, and get you on to the county commission. Okay. I, you know, because Rick and I, Rick and I started a, a website, uh, Wood County Volunteer Coalition. The Wood County Volunteer Coalition is a site used to match people who want to be volunteers with those who need volunteers. Okay. So, you know, I would I, I would strongly, you know, recommend you go to our web. We'll post that on Wood County Volunteer Coalition. We'll also post it on Bobcast.net. And, you know, I encourage everybody, as I do every week on the show, become involved in what's going on. Yeah. Don't sit back and, and let things slip by you. And you say, you know, I wish I would have said something. You know, the... The, the thing is, is, and again, this is your town. This is where you live. This is our community. This is our Mid-Ohio Valley. Whether you believe it or not, I and I'm going to say this because I'm a part of it, we have people on every level of this county, city government who care very much about what happens. It may not seem it, and it may seem things are moving so slow and you're thinking, yeah, right, whatever. But trust me, you know, I'm there and I watch it and I'm a part of it and I see it. And we have, we just have some of the finest historical landmarks. We have history that people probably don't even know about. Somebody asked me one time, I was doing, when I first started campaigning for council, what's your favorite part of the city? And why? My favorite part of the city is 19th Market Street from 19th Street to 13th Street. Why? Just drive through there. Yeah. Them houses have been there. Joanna Square. Them houses have been there forever. They represent the very beginning, just like the, uh, oh my God, Mike, the Tavener. Um, oh yeah, the Phelps Tavener Research yeah, Center. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, I was told by I was told by Bob Enick when I went over there that the state of Virginia said, you know, okay, you could become Wood County, but you got to have the first, you got to have the meetings in that house. That uh-huh. is the very first. That's the beginning, everybody of Wood County, West Virginia. Yeah, I was yeah. totally, totally, totally amazed, and. And Rick's very into genealogy, and they have a genealogy room. Yes. And I walked into the room, and the first thing I saw was Rick's family right there. Books. <laughs> the Flynn family from Belleville and stuff like that. That's Rick's family. And I, I said, you got to be kidding me, right? You know. But anyway, Mike, is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you'd like to say to anybody before we let you go, sir? No, no, I'm all good. I'm, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to be invited on. And it was really good seeing both Rick and you again. And I'm sure it won't be the last time we'll be seeing each other and talking in the sure. near future. So you need to get a hold of me because we need to follow up on what we talked about with the youth advisory. 
Absolutely. And we need to make sure that everybody's representative represented represented and then we'll go from there. I thank you so much, Mike Hess, for being here. I, thank you. I really appreciate it. I, I just I, I just want everybody to to be involved. I want everybody to, you know, become part of what's going on in the Mid Ohio Valley. That's what the Mid Ohio that's what the Bobcast MOV is all about. We're not about negativity here. We're about the positive. And we have a lot of positive. We do have things going on that Rick and I are, I mean, you know, some people may say, well, you got to talk about the bad, but the good. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to talk about the positive. This is, this is, this is what it's all about. That's why we encourage everybody. As always, Rick will have this uploaded. What, Rick? About an hour. About, about an hour. About an hour. Um, here in the next week, I think, maybe, Rick. Um, if, if all goes to, to plan, yeah, it'll be within the week. Within a week, the Bobcast will be available on every podcast venue. That's Apple, uh, Spotify, Google, everything. The, the Bobcast will be a part of it. So I encourage you to go. You know, follow. Just watch it. You know, let us know what you think. Let us know. I, I every week I put out. Um, what do you want to see? What do you want us to talk about? What do you want us to do? You know, I'm not going to say who, but somebody said, you know, this is your show. You decide. Well, it is my show. It's mine and Rick's show. But that's, that doesn't stop Rick and I from saying what matters to you. That's what the Bobcast MOV, what matters to you as a citizen of the Mid-Ohio Valley. I want to know. I want you to send us messages. I want you to look at our websites. I want you to like us on Facebook, um, subscribe on YouTube, and just be a part of the Bobcast. This is your show. This is all about the Mid-Ohio Valley. Once again, Mr. Mike Hess, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you so much. And I, I will get with you very soon. Again, give your dad our best time. We, we, we wish him well. And, um, so you can you can go or you can wait for a couple of minutes then we'll be we'll be out of here okay uh, yeah now i'll go ahead and and leave and and thank you again for the opportunity to be on here and and i'll, I'll be in contact with you so you're a good man michael hess take care well, of you. talk to you again real soon mike thanks see ya see you buddy so that was very impressive everybody listen Historical, yes, we have a lot. We have a lot of good things going on in the community. We have a lot of positivity going on in the community. And you need to be a part of it. You need to be a part of what's going on in this town. I, I cannot stress that enough. Um, you know, Rick and I will do our very best, our very best to bring you the things that are happening. Um, we're we reach out to a lot of people and, you know, to talk to. And again, Rick spends hours and hours and hours. And just, just to beef it up a little bit, we, we do closed caption and Rick goes in and does his very best to make sure that they're the closed captions. Perfect. It, it sometimes due to technical issues on either our end or their end, Sometimes we can't always um, do that. Again, become involved in circles, SW Resources, the Ark of the Mid-Ohio Valley. Go visit People First Cafe. Just a great place. Great people. Mr. Doug Hess, one of the, just one fine person. Uh, we think a lot of him here. And so Rick and I will be visiting different places throughout the city. Again, Rick and I have started a production company, MS Productions. Um, as soon as our license get here from the Secretary of State, we'll be able to advertise. I just threw it out there, Rick. There you uh, go. The whole purpose of MS Productions is going to be documentaries about our city and just different things. And we're going to get with the right people who know what they're doing. It's not going to be just a 
a cheap shot, so to speak. We're going to get with people who know what they're doing, and we know the people who know what they're doing because some we've had online, we've had on the air, and, and we appreciate some of those who deal with this on a daily basis that we appreciate very much. And again, probably later on this week, we'll be on the Bobcast MOV. We'll be on every single podcast. Um, what's the word I want, Rick? Podcast. Uh, I guess I'm not sure what they call them. I haven't got that far into it yet. Anyway, channels. Channel. Let's go to channels. <clears throat> okay. Every podcast channel available. So look us up under Bobcast MOV with Rick and Bob, the heartbeat of the Mid-Ohio Valley. We're going to try very best to bring you the very best of what's happening here. And, you know, as always, as always, Rick and I tell you, you know, I, and I learned a valuable lesson a long time ago. I took a, I took a course and a, and a gentleman told, gentleman said, the past does not equal the future. What you, what happened in the past has happened. Look forward to the future. That's why at the end of every show, Rick and I say, keep your head up, look forward. Don't, don't let anybody determine who you are in this world. That is yours to claim. So from Rick and I and the Bobcast MOV with Rick and Bob, the heartbeat of the Mid-Ohio Valley, we say goodnight. We will see you next Sunday at 6.30. Where we will announce the uh, our guest earlier in the week, as we always do. So, again, get a hold of us. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you want to see. Get involved. There will be a lot of things coming up. We again thank Michael Hess for being a part of our show. And we will talk to you soon, Mr. Rick Sawyer. Um, sure. I, will, I will talk to you later, sir. And Have a very good evening. Again, everybody, thank you for being a part of it. You know we love you here at the MOV. And we're just be a part of what's happening. And thank you very much. Have a very good Sunday night. We'll talk to you next week. Good Rick, night, everybody. Catch you, buddy.